So when I have a client who was having some, for, for example, sexual traumatas or like some some le less confidence, I would recommend like okay to reconnect the Aphrodite archetype to get back to your own um, sexual power, like not in this sex way, but more like okay feeling your way as a woman and being empowered by it. So usually they also get the Aphrodite tattoo on their body like as a like okay as a reminder this like this is my goal you know I want to be back in my own body no more body shaming lo uh, loving yourself Welcome to Her Drive Podcast, a female-focused interview series with women of the world discussing their road trips to success. I'm your host, Cindy Kramblatt, a travel expert, business owner, and curious spirit with a knack for meeting fascinating women. Please join me as I hop in the passenger seat and chat with these ambitious women about what drives them, twists and turns, and those pedal-to-the-metal moments. Let's drive. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Her Drive Podcast. I am super excited for today's guest because we've never had anyone in her line of work um, who does her craft, her type of artwork ever before. Um, so I'd like to thank uh, Lexi for being here today. Thank you for joining Her Drive Podcast. Thank you very much for inviting me. <laughs> it's a pleasure. It's my pleasure, of course. So, Lexi, why don't you go ahead and let me know what's your full name and what it is that you do? Well, my real name is actually Alexandra, but everyone calls me Lexi, and my artist name is Lexi Half Mind, because like my my credo is uh, "Half Mind, Be Mindful," and I influence this phrase in my art. I'm a tattoo artist, and I see tattooing as a sacred practice for me it's some kind of meditation and yeah so I try to create something holistically spiritual meditation tattoo process something like that <laughs> let's keep it like that <laughs> okay that sounds absolutely magical most of the time when people hear tattoo they generally think like something that's like colorful and maybe has meaning or maybe you were drunk and, and it was a bad a bad decision but it seems like you're what you're doing and your clientele are people who have a more mindful intent whenever they um um hire you to do work for them is that correct? yes exactly this is what uh, my goal is and what i really appreciate I don't have uh, drunken clients usually. <laughs> like it, it's like really rare when someone comes like a little bit like with a beer, and I'm like, okay, this is not how it works. Like basically, ninety five percent of my clients are really coming to me because they they already like on their kind of spiritual way of awakening or like in their process and they want to manifest something on their bodies which means a lot to them so it's mostly like okay working with some archetypes uh, symbolism something magical and I want also to create like an ambiente where you feel more like okay you're coming like a home <laughs> and you yeah. like healing like tattoo healing with tattoos this is like my goal let's yeah <laughs> i can describe it like this oh that sounds that sounds really fascinating well before we come 
dive into the conversation about um, like the healing with tattoos and what all of that means, I would love to kind of reverse um, and go back in time to uh, tell your story and how your journey, your road trip, so to speak, has led you to becoming this magical tattoo artist and you know, what were the struggles along the way and the roadblocks and, and things like that. So um, when someone asks you your story, how do you, how do you tell them? Oh, oh my God, it's a really long story. Um, uh, well, I'm, I was born and raised in Russia and my parents are really from an academic, like, you know, like old mindset um, kind of uh, uh, household. Uh, my father is a doctor and my mother, she's an engineer in chemistry so and in russia it was like okay only criminals have tattoos but i was always fascinating mm -hmm. by that <laughs> and uh, basically when i was 13 i was like okay i want to become a tattoo artist and uh, at 13 yes it's really young yeah at a really young age i was like okay no this is like my goal my our friends they wanted to become model or you know like little girls I want to be an actress and I was like I want to be a rock star I want to become a tattoo artist <laughs> okay. yeah and I was going for that I was drawing and uh, as soon as uh, I was 18 I moved to I finished my school and I moved to Berlin to start my apprenticeship yeah, my parents, they've been really against it. They've been not supporting it in the beginning. And I was basically telling my dad and my mom for two years that I'm studying art, but I was actually already tattooing. Yeah, <laughs> I was a little bit yeah. of an ass kid. <laughs> like I was not so nice to my parents with that. But I had a goal, I had a vision and I was going for it. And I knew my parents will not support it. But now they are really proud of me, so... It took seven years, but now they are proud of what I'm doing. <laughs> oh, wow. So how how did you mask what you were doing? Did you go under the, the guise that you were studying art at a school? Or, or how did that work when you were in Berlin? Well, it was exactly like this. Uh, because my parents, they still, um, I was uh, in the beginning in south of Ger Germany, in Bavaria. And my parents, they still there. So I was like, okay, I'm going to Berlin and I uh, will study. But I was actually already tattooing. And so I just came down the south of Germany to meet them. And it was like easy hiding, you know, it was not like a big deal. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but I was feeling a little bit uh -huh. bad for that. <laughs> yeah. And how did you handle those, the feelings of deception? Whew, um, it was so hard in the beginning because for sure you dream of your friends and family supporting it but I knew they will not so because they're still having like this old school mindset and I was focusing my energy on my uh, career not of for fighting with my parents and as soon as I had like the goal like okay here I am I can travel with my art uh, I I do earn and pay my bills with real money. <laughs> I'm successful with this. And then we've been like, okay, girl, do whatever you want. I want to see you happy. Oh, wow. Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. So in the, the, in the time that you first started tattooing to now, how has your, your artwork changed? 
it changed a lot and it's still changing. Um, I guess it's really a craft where you never stop learning and evolving. Because as soon as you think you uh, reach the perfect, the perfect state, I think whether you will get lazy or you, well, or you will get bored. So for me, it's like always, okay, keep on going. There's so much air uh, up to the highest level. And I don't see myself like as a, wow, I reached it, you know? So I'm always, every day I wake up and I want to be a better person and a better artist. So I'm like always trying to evolve. So still learning. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, you sound like such a magical individual. Well, I found your um, your work from a friend of mine in Miami. I used to live there not too long ago. And she, her name's Anastasia and she's from, her family's from the Ukraine but Ooh. she lives in Miami. Um, she is so in love with your artwork um, and your tattoos, well, your tattoos, which I consider art. Um, and like, I don't know. She's like, I just have this magical connection to this person's work. I want her to do my tattoo, so I need to find a way to get to Europe. And then when I saw your work, I'm like, I feel the same exact way. So I find it fascinating that here we are, two women so far away, like across the ocean, seeing your your artwork and are very drawn to you so you must have more of a spiritual um light about you and not just not just your art but you as a person Ooh, i'm having goosebumps oh it's so <laughs> such an amazing connection <laughs> wow and i'm like i'm so grateful i'm so blessed for hearing these words from you and it's like wow well, this is like how I see success, you know, that someone around, uh, like on the other continent appreciates my art without even knowing me, you know, like through Instagram or like, I don't know. It's like, it's, it just inspires me so much. It makes me so humble and thankful for what I'm doing. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> You're welcome. Well, tell me more about your story. Like where, when you were starting tattooing, were you more of a spiritual person or not like how have you evolved as an individual well uh in the beginning i wasn't spiritual at all i was like a proper agnostic you know my father he's a doctor in medicine and it's like so ah so i don't know so stubborn and i was also like this and i was working so hard because as a woman in the tattoo industry you have to be like like, you know, like double as good as the man is not enough. You know, you have to fight for it and you have to struggle. And in the beginning, when I started tattooing, it was some kind of, it, it's still really male dominated. So first you have to prove yourself as a woman and when as an artist. So, yeah. And in the beginning, I wasn't spiritual at all. But because of this hard work, I already with 17, I had my, uh, I had my first burnout. I wasn't tattooing yet, but I was working on this path. And when I started my apprenticeship in Berlin, I was having basically like free jobs. I was doing my apprenticeship as a tattoo artist and I was working in the, like in, in the sales. And uh, I was also, I also used to model. So it was a really tough schedule. Yeah. And pretty soon I had my other bill of uh, burnout and let's say like this through this work and like re very dramatic health problems, I got my way mm. into sp spirituality because 
I don't know, my shadow was hunting me. Like I had unsolved traumatas and yeah, at some point I was just feeling sick and I couldn't work anymore. And this is when I was like, okay, what what should I do? Like, is this everything? So is this like my wheel? I uh, wake up in the morning, I prepare myself to work, I go to touring, which I really love, but it was draining me. I was uh, giving away all my energy to the clients, to my colleagues, and at some point it was just making me sick. So I was trying to, wow. yeah, <laughs> it's, uh, I was, I, I love what I, uh, what I'm doing. I was like, okay, uh, tattooing is my only constant thing in my life since I'm 13. Like, okay, there's nothing different than tattoo, 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 um, creating art, my clients. Um, so yeah, I was kind of reflecting people's energies and I was feeling so, so much in a city like berlin it's so vibrant and i was like okay i cannot be in berlin anymore i have to go to nature i have to disconnect and this is when i found like my way of healing and after i recovered i thought like okay but i can also heal with tattoos and i had a lot of clients who had like some kind of traumatized as well or like really health issues and with tattooing, uh, you're giving them back their self, kind of their self-esteem and self-worth. They are creating new confidence. So this is also some sort of feeling. And this was motivating me as well, a lot. Like to see my clients happy, you know, when you have like a injury scar and uh, there's this young girl and she she's feeling super sad about her scar because of an accident and I just put some uh, ink on it and she she's not afraid to be in a t-shirt anymore and stuff like this you know it yeah it's beautiful it's beautiful to see how suddenly a super young girl who's so beautiful like from inside and outside has some confidence back so it definitely helps Wow, I've never thought of tattooing in that way as as it being a, a form of healing. So maybe it's time to. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it is. I mean, I have several tattoos. One I'm actually having removed, which is extremely painful. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. Like every time I go and I have the removal, the lasering done, it reminds me of the silly decision. <laughs> um like to, to actually it was more so the decision to not listen to my gut because the, I had the tattoo placed in phases like I had uh the layer one done when I was like 19 and then uh, about a year later I decided to add more to it and my intuition told me the day that I went to get the the second the coloring and things the more details added to not do it like it wasn't the time and I like many young people or just people in general, kind of pushed my intuition aside. I said, oh, I'm here. I committed to doing it. I have to show up. I have to do it. This is what you want. And went, you know, laid on the table and waited. And when I was finally done, it was nothing like the artist had like sketched out. Um, and it was just all wrong. So each time that I'm having it, having it lasered off, I'm remembering, okay, follow your intuition. Listen to that voice inside because you know, it's not going to steer you in the wrong place. Yes, you should, everyone should follow their intuition. This is such a, 
your guts already told you this, but now you have your, uh, you know, like, okay, you've been right. So it's a good reminder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. But I, I have a three, three other tattoos and one's just in white ink on my wrist. And I love that. Um, one on my foot and then one on my side where a friend and I got one that's matching, but nothing that seems as intentional as the work that you create. So tell me about like, the process with um, your clients and, and how you create um, something special for them. Well, I'm, I have different clients for sure because they, my goal on what I'm working is like, kind of still in the process but um yeah sometimes I have like okay I want these and these and I'm gonna create something but my topic is I like to work with the goddess archetype my slogan is like goddess awakening I want to inspire women and men to reconnect with their like god and goddess archetypes for example Mm -hmm. when you are a woman and you have like this really deeply connection with nature and you want to re-ground with um, mother nature and you feel like so like i want to care take care of the animals and uh, going to barefoot into the forest you're definitely more the artemis kind of archetype so she was the uh, Greek goddess of um, um, of the uh, wild and mm-hmm. nature. So, and for example, when you love to take care of yourself and being like, okay, having your baths uh, and enjoying your sexuality, and you are also vain, but you you really live it. You know, you're not ashamed uh, of it or anything. Like I I like to have fancy dresses. I want to put on my makeup. So you're more like the Aphrodite archetype. So when I have a client who was having some, for, for example, sexual traumatas or like some some le- less confidence, I would recommend like, okay, to reconnect the Aphrodite archetype to get back to your own um, sexual power, like not in this sex way, but more like, okay, feeling your way as a woman and being empowered by it. So usually they also get the aphrodite tattoo on their body like Mm -hmm. as a like okay as a reminder this like this is my goal you know i want to be back in my own body no more body shaming uh, loving yourself so i am creating uh i'm doing the researches uh, uh for the goddess and for for of course with my clients they are telling me their story and i'm okay what is like the the background and we are creating like a sacred space for tattooing and uh, well i'm manifesting uh, a symbol forever on their body which hopefully Mm -hmm. like helping them on their way (laughs) and the healing way so Uh, wow that is so magical. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm getting goosebumps from this. <laughs> but my male clients prefer more to work with their uh, spirit animals, so okay. <laughs> they don't they don't re- really like like having a god in them. But mostly they prefer Neptune, like or Poseidon, the god of uh, the seas. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so 
it's more goddess or spirit animals and sacred geometry like mandalas of the flower of life so i also did my reiki um uh how how do you say like uh like a workshop so mm-hmm. i'm kind of infusing the room of the, the reiki energy and like to transmit the, it in a reiki way so Yes, <laughs> it's so exciting. Wow. It is really exciting and super cool. So when you're giving um, people tattoos, yeah, you'd mentioned earlier that you were giving a lot of your energy to them. So now how do you protect your energy or re, um, rebuild your energy after uh, creating some beautiful artwork? Well, now I do it in a totally different way. Before I was giving from myself and since I did Reiki, I'm just connecting the first some kind of I'm connecting with the eternal source, and it's just going through me. So I'm healing my client and I'm healing myself through this process. So it doesn't feel like okay, I'm giving something for myself. So, but I'm gaining something, and also my client. Ah. Mm, I see. Mm-hmm. So the energy is uh, endless, and it's just a source of love (laughs) that's so magical so in your just everyday life do you have any rituals that you you do daily weekly monthly annually um yes i have few i really like to do yoga and i try to go out and surf if i cannot surf i just have a walk at the beach Uh, this is why i chose to live in portugal close to the ocean because having a Berlin life, it was impossible. I was like, okay, no, no way. I cannot be here anymore. So mm. like connecting with nature is my ritual and also meditation. Usually I just wake up being super lazy, <laughs> having a coffee. I like to sit outside with my dog or with uh, just by myself and uh, staring, drinking the coffee. And then I'm like, okay, having some meditation writing down my goals for the day so yeah usually Mm. (laughs) it's not like a kind of routine but I try to do it every day sometimes it doesn't work (laughs) of course yeah I have morning rituals as well and I just feel when I do them properly or at least some of them I just feel so much more calm and primed to step into the day and everything seems to flow just a little bit more easily um yeah. you know whether that's conversation with other people or gratitude or whatnot um I love that oh gratitude is uh I guess first you have to be grateful and when everything else will come as well <laughs> grateful for today for what we have today so practicing gratitude every day <laughs> it's my goal <laughs> amen sister yeah at 333 Every day, I have an alarm that goes off, and Ooh. it's been a year of doing this. Like, I don't re- even remember how I came up with it, but um, anyway, yeah, it's been a year. At three thirty-three, the alarm goes off, and I say for thirty seconds three things that I'm grateful for, and I just like close my eyes wherever I am, and it usually freaks people out when they're with me. I'm like, hey, hearts, hold on, I need to see my gratitudes, um, and it's just a really nice way to like tap into, you know, your source energy and just. In the middle of the afternoon, express gratitude and, and reset for the rest of the day. And that's something that I do every single day. Sometimes I have to hit snooze on the alarm um, for like five minutes and go to it. But it's always important to say 
what you're grateful for, whether it's, you know, yourself or the air you're breathing or someone who's in your life or whatever the randomness is. Um, and every day it seems to be a little bit different. Yeah, that's, I, I think I'm going to start with this ritual as well. It sounds really good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One of my friends, she's like her, her, um, her angel number is 444. So she's, she has started doing the 444, um, which I'm like, okay, that's really cool. But I like three. Um, and I'm, there's nothing more perfect to me than, than three threes. So um, you should definitely do it. Uh, for me, it's going to be 11-11 because I'm, I'm also born like the 10th of 11th. Um, uh-huh. I have like a lot of 10 and 11 in during my whole life and every time I look at the at the clock it's 11 11 and I'm like okay wow, wow. <laughs> or zero zero or 20 22 22 <laughs> that's so wild <laughs> yeah. so when you universe is speaking to us <laughs> it, it, it totally 100 percent um well tell me um what else do you do for fun that has nothing to do with tattooing wow uh Nothing. If, wow. Basically, everything I do it has to do something with tattooing, because right mm. now I'm sitting here and I'm watching through a window and I'm seeing this beautiful olive tree, and I see the branches and I'm already seeing it. Like, wow, how can I paint it? You know, how is it gonna look on skin? <laughs> oh, that's magical. Yeah, I love it. Like when I work through through the city and I see ornaments and I'm like, oh my God, I have to photograph it and use it as a reference one day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but I guess it's a Confucius once said, like make your hobby your job and you will never have to work again, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm always thinking uh, that I'm actually not working, you know? I go for to work, but I don't feel like I'm working. <laughs> That's so magical. Well, when you look forward, like through the rear view of your life, or excuse me, the um, the windshield, like looking forward, what are the things that you see that you're excited for, that you're planning for, or working towards in the future? Ooh, I, I have a next vision. What I really want to create is with um, here in Portugal, uh, I want to find a real, really beautiful piece of land where I can... Uh, offer retreats this is like my next goal and it's gonna be goddess awakening retreats is uh, Mm. some sort of sisterhood come together women in their power or not in their power coming together and helping each hour to rise it's gonna be like okay five days or i don't know like two weeks of sisterhood reconnecting with nature yoga Mm, speaking doing art together and of course getting tattooed it's a possibility but it's not the main topic it's um yeah i want to do my yoga teacher training next year in india and i want to continue with my reiki and also i'm gonna learn different other things like uh, crystal healing and sound healing this is like on my to-do list Mm mm-hmm and um, I have friends who are really good astrologists or uh, other yoga, yo- yogi teachers. And I want to make like these kind of retreats. Wow. So, well, I, I'm sure that will, I'm sure that will 100% happen. 
Whew, let's pray for this. Mm. <laughs> this is my it. vision. I feel like it's coming for you. I hope I hope you're gonna Amazing. join wow. us. <laughs> oh, I think I will. It's totally up my alley. <laughs> Amazing. Well, okay. So I have just a few more questions for you. Um, of course. In, and uh, the first one is, if you could go back in time and tell a younger you some words of advice, how old would you be, and what would you say? I would be probably like uh, 22 when I just sort of started about to tattoo or like um, like not being too proud to also take help because I was like really stubborn kid. Like I want to do everything by myself. I don't accept help. But yeah. I should have better <laughs> accepted from time to time help and it would have been more easier. And also to my really younger one, like, okay, <laughs> prepare yourself. It's going to be way harder than you think. <laughs> so, yeah. Wow, that's but really it, good advice. <laughs> yeah, it's like, okay, get, so, get prepared. It's going to be a really tough way. <laughs> but you will make it. Mm -hmm. mm. And then... What are you celebrating? What do you mean by celebrating? Like, what what are you really proud of or you're really excited about right now in your life? Oh, but I'm here in Portugal and I have the nature around me and I have my friends. Yeah, this is like, this makes me so alive and so grateful. Like, yeah, and I will continue traveling and working. And I finally found a place that I can call home. So I'm here in Portugal. I was traveling for five years in a row without having a home. So, yeah, it feels good. I feel yeah. arrived. <laughs> that is phenomenal. What a great feeling to have. Mm. Wow. Well, Lexi, thank you so much for sharing your time, your story, your everything with me and those listening to her drive podcast um why don't you go ahead and let the listeners know where they can find you currently i'm um i'm at the farm in Fontes, but i live in uh, in lisbon and the next coming uh, months it's going to be here pretty cold and i will be touring around europe and later i will be in bali and in oh. march i will come back to portugal <laughs> Okay, and do you have a website where they can find you um, and potentially schedule an appointment or figure out a way to do some tattooing with you? Yeah. Yes, they uh, they can find me on Instagram, Lexi Have Mind, or my homepage, www.tattooingissacred.com. Ah, okay, very simple. And of course, yeah. we'll, link, we'll link to all those in like the show notes and everything. Well, thank you so much, Lexi. Is there anything else that you would love to share before we say fare thee well <laughs> well i'm i'm so so thankful for this and i'm so excited but i cannot find words right now but mm -hmm. i'm just really thankful that you invited me to this podcast and you've been interesting in my art and it makes me like really like beyond grateful that we connected and we had this uh interview now so yeah just thank you sister for your time and your energies 
Oh, well, thank you very, very much. Well, thanks everybody for listening to Her Drive Podcast. Um, and be sure to visit uh, the show notes to see where you can connect with Lexi. Thanks. Thank you, guys. Thanks for listening to Her Drive with Cindy Cramblett. If you want to know more about today's guest or know a fascinating woman you'd love for me to interview, please see the show notes, visit Instagram, or her-drive.com. And please, 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 if you love the show, leave a review on iTunes. Thanks for riding along and subscribe to join our next woman and her drive to success.